Welcome today to this uh, Bible study this evening. Our God is good. He has brought us to his holy presence to be blessed. We worship the Lord. We thank God for your life. Uh, we bless the Lord for making it happen again for us to enter into a new episode. This is our Bible study. Hallelujah. Thank God for your life. Gina, you are blessed. God bless you. Welcome. You are welcome to this studio today. We bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good. Our God is kind. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
want to invite my sister to uh, start uh, uh, for us as we go into the teachings on prepare to meet the Lord. This is the introductory message today. And then we'll continue hereafter as for message. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will usher us into his presence and we shall bless in his holy presence in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord for another opportunity to be in his presence. May his name be forever praised in Jesus' name. Amen. You are opportune to be here because God wants to bless you. He doesn't call in vain. He has bountiful blessings to fall on us. As you bring your faith and listen, there is power in the, uh, in the word coming out, even in the teaching, to wash you uh, clean as is in the water, to meet your needs in any area, because the word coming out is Jesus Christ. And if it touches your air, pass through your body, it can mean the need of security, it can mean the need of lack and want, it can mean the need of uh, sickness, it if you're looking for healing, it can meet the need of barrenness in any area of your life. The word that is coming out, is, uh, out here is quick and powerful, straight and light, and it's from the presence of the Lord. Thank God you're here to be blessed in Jesus' name. I know the word will not go out without meeting your need. Because the Holy Spirit will quicken it to do exactly that. Congratulations. As you go into preparing to meet the Lord, we thank God that this year we prepare our hearts for rapture. We prepare our hearts to meet our God indeed. And by the mercy of God, by his grace, if each death that comes forth, we shall be the first to rise. According to First Thessalonians four thirteen downwards, and if we are still alive, after those in the soil that died in righteousness, but have gone into the earth to meet the Lord, we shall be the next to be transformed, Amen. and we shall also be raised. So these words are going to prepare hearts, be ready, because it's a flow of blessing, and this is these are rare words that the words don't usually here now. What you are here all around them is how to prosper, how to prosper. But of what use is it for you to get the whole world and lose your soul? And uh, religion is not even the problem of the Lord. There are churches and churches, there are other religion and their place of worship all over. But the problem of the Lord is sin. Our God is too holy to behold simple sin, sin uh, small sin, large sin, whatever category you put it, is still a sin. And that is why the world is coming like the water of God to cleanse you of all things that will prevent your being rapturable or reigning with him at the last days. So listen and give rapid attention to that. It's one of the rare things you need to hear. May the Lord himself by his spirit prepare us through the word in Jesus' name. Come with us and be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. People of the Lord, you are welcome today to this gathering by the grace of the Lord. The Holy Ghost is here to bless us. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. as we come into your presence, as, you are, as we come to your presence to be taught, we pray, Lord, Holy Spirit, the great teacher, come and teach us your word. Holy Spirit, the great teacher, come and teach us your word. Let your word carry life. Let your word bring us, bring us life. Let your word connect us, O oh God, to your throne. In the mighty name of Jesus. By your word today, we pray you prepare us well for your coming that is imminent. O oh Lord, we wash, we pray that God Almighty, by your grace, Lord, we shall be well prepared in the name of Jesus. And the Lord, we pray that God, in the name of Jesus, in your mercy, you count us worthy in the last day to reign with Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Today, by the grace of the Lord, we are going into the teaching on be pre prepared to meet the Lord. Prepare to meet the Lord. First week, let us go to the book. Start from the book of Second Peter. The book of Second Peter, Peter chapter two, chapter three. Let's begin to read. Um, okay, no, let's start from uh, Second Thessalonians chapter two. Second Thessalonians chapter two, from verse one. Second Thessalonians chapter two, from verse one. We are in the Bible study. Let's all of let's all of us open the scriptures. Let's all open our Bible to the word of the Lord. Verse 2, chapter 2, verse 1. Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him. Two. That ye be not sense shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by words, nor by letters as from us, as that the day of the Lord is at hand, as that the day of the Lord is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means. For that day shall not come, except there shall come a falling away force, and that and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now look at this scripture. Is uh is the way we are uh, we are uh, being introduced to the main topic about the pre uh, prepare to meet the Lord. Uh, it talks about uh, the coming of the Lord and the gathering and our gathering together unto him. There is very soon going to be a gathering together of the saints which will be effected by the coming of the angel 
the archangel that will sound the trumpets and the believers or Christians that are prepared will be raptured. Before that, they are raptured. There is going to be the rapture or the resurrection of the dead, those who died in Christ. We are going to study all that later. But he's talking here about our gathering together unto him. He talk of talking of rapture. The day that all of us as saints will be gathered in the air to meet the Lord. Our gathering will not be on this soil of the earth. That day, we are going to be called into the sky. How that will happen, we are going to learn about that here. The Lord himself will sound the trumpet to his angel, the archangel. And Christ himself will manifest to us. Let's also, let's, let's, let us also read uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, Octos, all right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, let us, just, uh, let's go back to that second second Thessalonians chapter 2. There is something that the Lord wants us to, uh, we, I wrote it here, the Lord said I should follow that which I, has been written because I have studied it there. Verse 4. Of course, verse 3 is talking about the falling away. Uh, talking about the falling away first, and that the sin, the, and then, and, 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 that, and that man of sin be revealed. I'm coming to all that. He said, Who's, Who opposed and exalted, that is verse 4, exalted himself above all that is called God, and that is worshipped, so that he as God seated in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. Verse 5. Remember you know that when I was with you, I told you these things. And now you know that you know what we told it that he might be revealed in his time. The mystery, mystery of iniquity doth already work and he knoweth now uh, he, he would now liveth we left until he be taken out of the way hallelujah what well, you are thinking maybe that scripture is talking some mystery it's not so mysterious like that the bible talk about uh, gathering together from verse one unto christ in the air that's talking about the rapture. Said, I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the of our Lord Jesus Christ. The the the, uh, the, the apostle is in beseeching, is beseeching the Thessalonians and beseeching all of us as believers. He said, He's beseeching us by the coming of the Lord, which is very imminent, so imminent, and by our gathering unto him that we should not, not you now, I put we there because he's talking to us directly, that we should not sin shaking in mind or be troubled 
neither by spirit nor by word, neither by spirit there is talking about maybe some some spirits, uh, negative spirits, and uh, the inspiration, the, the, the evil inspiration of evil spirits, or any other thing that is negative that is uh, of the devil that is uh, inspiring us against our preparation. And not by word, even by any teaching or the advice or counsel of anyone. Nor by letters, anything that is not written in this scripture, anything that is not presented to us in letter as per what the word of God says. He said, we should not be shaken nor be troubled by all this. Because that day of Christ is what is at hand. Verse 3 says, let no man deceive you also by any means. What does that mean? There is going to be this deception in this world that are already doing. And it's going to be more, uh, more uh, uh, intense. God bless you. There's going to be more, it's going to be more intense. It's going to be more serious. So, because deception is one of the instruments that the enemy uses these days. And the way even deception of the devil is going on in the world today, it is we believers that, especially those of us that, work, that are working in the spirit, we find that if you are not really genuinely converted and genuinely filled with the spirit, there are a lot of words that you'll be hearing behind your ears these days that you think is word of the Lord. There are a lot of spirit of deception that is working even some men that you trusted, the spirits of deception may take charge of them and they may say things that will be disappointing to you and it is happening because there are a lot of voices that we hear these days that shows that the enemy, forces of darkness, they are on rampage and they are there Always to deceive, to allure, to mislead, and to get us away from the track. But thank God because we have the Holy Ghost. He said, let no man deceive you. He said, for that day shall not come. That day of Christ coming, that day of Jesus Christ coming to gather us, except there come a falling away first. That is talking of apostasy which is rampant these days because of the coming of the Lord that is so delayed as in quotes because it's not delayed. According to what the scripture says, it's not delayed. According to what we read in the book of uh, Second Peter, chapter 3, verse 6 to 9, the Bible said God is not slack concerning his promise. But what God is doing is that God is patient for every one of us that did not want anyone to perish. Let me read it before we come back to that verse 2, I mean chapter 2 of Second Thessalonians that we are reading. He said in verse 8, But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. Verse 9, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise, 
as some men count slackness. Death is long-suffering towards what? Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God is not slack in his promise. If God delays today, it's because of those of us that have not yet been converted. He didn't want anyone to perish. God did not, it's not slack. He's not saying that more probably, okay, I can, he's coming next year. If he didn't come next year, even next 10 years, it's because of probably you that is hearing me. And those of your family that have not been born again, if you have been, if you have been born again, or those of your friends that must be saved, your neighbors, your working mates, your classmates or schoolmates, whatever. All because of them. That is why this delay is there. And he said in verse 8 that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years. And a thousand years as one day, that is to say that God is not, is not working by timing of men. We are talking about thousand years is so long a year to us as men. But for God, it's as yesterday. Eh? It's as one day. Because God, yes, hallelujah, is not counting years as we, because it's our eternal God who lives in eternity. And if you are counting years here, I'm thinking that it's now 10,000 years that they have been talking about the coming of Jesus Christ. And yet he hasn't come to God. It's just like 10 days ago, that 10 years. Huh? When he talked about waiting for people. When he talked about waiting for sinners to repent. When the Lord is considering how many people will go to hell if Christ comes so soon. But yet, that do, does that mean that God will... God will wait forever? No. God is not going to wait forever. God himself has set time. I mean God, even not Christ. He has set time in his mind when it will be. It might be tomorrow. It might be today. It might be next year. No one knows. But why? If God is delaying, Always have it in mind that God is delaying because of men that have not turned unto him. From generation to generation, God will still continue to do that wait for men. But God has in mind about the time of his coming and what his time of his coming will be. But like we said, let's go back to that Second Thessalonians chapter 2. He said, there's going to be a falling away if that already, if had already been the falling away. The falling away. May we not fall within that fall in the name of Jesus. May the Lord put every one of us in the name of Jesus. May the Lord give us grace to stand to the end in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. There is going to be a falling away, but I pray you will not fall in Jesus' name. None of us will fall away, especially those of us that are Stand in the Lord and are really expecting. And we have labored in waiting. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will put us to the end in the name of Jesus. Let us talk about uh, falling away. Let's check the scripture about, uh, about that in the book of First uh, 
Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. What does 1 Timothy chapter 4, 4 verse 1 tells us? Let us, uh, let all of us go to the scripture. 4 1 of 1 Timothy, 4 verse 1. Abu said, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to the seducing spirits and doctrines of the devil. Verse 2, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. There are a lot of apostasy going on these days. A lot of people are falling away, even those that are attending churches today, these days, they are only going because they have become religious. Because it that enter into their blood, but their preparation is not in full gear. Some of some of us that are still to uh, uh, professing to be uh, to be Christians, in our hearts we are listening to other teachings and doctrines of the devil. There are a lot of us what we have believed before as solid word of God, valid enough to hold us. We have dropped some of them. And that was what happened to uh, the church that the Lord visited. I mean, one of the seven churches. He said, some of you, because you have, you have departed from, you, from your first love. And there are a lot of Christians that have departed from the first love. And when we are talking about the first love, we are talking about the way you receive Christ with fervency, with, uh, with, I mean, with energy. You serve the Lord. You left all things, abandoned friends, abandoned the things of the world, and you are following him. I mean, Jesus Christ. Now, but you are dropping it down. You are, you are, you are reducing your fervency. Your, your zeal is going down. In fact, there are a lot of us that we have gone to a level of apostasy to the extent that some are even joining Ocots. And they are still worshiping God and they are sitting and they are still saying that uh, they are saints. Some of God, some of us have joined bad friends, evil gangs. In fact, some, some of us, those things that we think we, we disdain before, we are not embra- we are not embracing. Yes. The kind of zeal that we had when we first believed is, go, is going gradually. And that is why the Bible said us, I beseech you, by the coming of the Lord, of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that you be not, you be not shaken in mind or be troubled. Hallelujah. May the Lord us in Jesus' name to stand to the end in Jesus Christ's mighty name. He said there's going to be this falling away. And that, look, look at what he had. I'm, I, I, I've, I've gone back to that Second Thessalonians chapter 2 now. And that, and that man of sin be revealed. You know, when I read that scripture, of course there's going to be the revelation of the, of the man of sin that is the son, that is the son of, the, of perdition. He's coming, I mean, that is talking of, uh, of Antichrist. And there is this revelation of this Antichrist in the life of many believers today. And when you, whenever you see the manifestation, whenever you see what you, you see any apostasy, any backsliding, any drawing back, that is the manifestation of the 
son of perdition. Because the zeal of the Lord that saved us and the kind of fervency and the fire that, uh, that accompanied our, 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 our salvation with which we serve the Lord, putting everything away behind us and looking ahead of us to him. Then, because of things that we are experiencing in the world, there are a lot of evil counsels. Like we, like we read in that, in that first, I mean, first Timothy chapter 4. He said, in the latter time, some shall depart from, from faith. Giving heed to seducing spirit. There are a lot of seducing spirit that is going on, working in minds of believers. And passing the enemy, I mean, uh, negative doctrines. That is contrary to what we first believed. You know, we are talking to, I believe we are talking to Christians, believers that are in Christ indeed, that are really preparing so that each of us, none of us will be disappointed at the time of his coming. You see, so if you look at your life as believer, uh, you can go, you know, if you compare with the time where you were saved, is the, see, is the zeal still there? Is the fervency still there? Are you still, uh, I mean, up and doing as before? Have you not been uh, teaching? Have you not been listening to some seducing spirit somewhere? How does the seducing spirit works? We have said it here. The, it is doctrine of the devil. Anything that is not in tandem in consonance that you are doing that is not in tandem or consonance with the word of God or any decision that you are making that you remove God from uh, as the first contact of yours. There are what? It means that you are, you, you are, you are yielding to seduce, the seducing spirit that is working in the world today. And there are a lot of ways that this seducing spirit works in the life of believers. Seducing spirits may walk even through the one you love so much. I have found out that if the enemy will try one, or if the, if, if the enemy will come with one, he will, he will always come with, I mean, with, I mean from, the, from the source of those that you really loved and you trusted. And that's the reason why believers today, you must not have friends apart from those that are in faith with you, you are eating the same bread of the word of God together at the same place, and you are enjoying Christ together, and you have the same spirit because of this seducing spirit. Because when you listen to the word of the Lord in the, in the, in the church of the Lord, or like you are hearing now, there are a lot of other ways that the enemies have filtered the air. The host of hell have filtered in here with negative doctrine uh, that can seduce you, that can make you to lose the track of your, of, of your going with the Lord. So the Bible said they are doctrines of the devil which you must not listen to. May God help us in Jesus' mighty name. If the Lord is teaching us by his Spirit, and we still have the spirit of the Lord in us, we will be able to 
we'll be able to we'll be able to uh, easily uh, uh, decode the seducing spirits working. Because if we don't have the fullness of the grace of the Lord, according to what the Bible said, that there is an unction that is teaching us inside. He said there is an unction that must be teaching us that we may not need anyone to teach us again because of the unction inside that is teaching us. And that unction is the Holy Ghost himself. Every believer that will stand to the end must have that unction of the Holy Spirit that teaches. Because there are a lot of seducing forces that are working in the air these days. And which, in fact, you may go to some churches and then you are learning the word of the Lord. You may find out that later what this man of God or that man of God is teaching you before that you are enjoying, you are no more enjoying. In fact, it might be that you might look as if that teaching is, is getting uh, lowered. I mean, the standard is getting lowered. And when you see, lo- see all that and you look at your life and you find out that uh, you are all right in the spirit, you better begin to prepare your heart to move ahead. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. We must be determined. We must fight aggressively to defend ourselves from these seducing spirits that is working in the air today. May the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. So let us be let us let us have for, ask for the grace of the Lord and be filled with the, with the with the spirit of the Lord. When we are filled with the spirit of the Lord, the Lord himself by his spirit will continue to guide us and monitor us on, I mean, until we get there to the other end. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name. Now, today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to quickly examine what is rapture and then what is the second coming of Christ. That is, rapture versus the second coming of Christ. Most of us, we are thinking that they, say that, that they are the same thing. We are all talking about the day of the Lord that the Bible said here. Here we read, here we are reading the book of 2 Thessalonians. Hallelujah. So, uh, of course, because of the mystery of iniquity that is in the world today, through the working of that son of perdition, that is the Antichrist spirit working, According to what the Bible says, the, uh, the spirit of Antichrist is, is, is already at work and is working inside of some, working in churches, working in families. There are a lot of things that is going on there. There are a lot of evil inspiration everywhere. That is the reason why this day believers must be strong in faith, strong in the, in the power of the Lord. Because the time is running, is running, and then things, anything can happen uh, anytime from now. Bible said that in the, uh, we talk about, when we talk about the rapture, and we talk about the second coming of Christ, there are a lot of scriptures that confirm both. Because the time of rapture, or the rapture, simply is, is termed as, the time that Christ is coming for the saints. Christ will first come for the saints. 
That is what all of us are expecting now. And that is why we are setting our eyes above. For and not on earth below. Because the rapture will take place at any time. And the second coming of Christ is, the sec- is, is Christ coming with the saints that he has raptured. The first, remember, rapture is Christ's coming for the saints. While the second coming is Christ's coming with the, I mean, with the saints. We will learn all that about all that in this scripture that are following. Now let's go. Uh, let's talk about rapture now. Rapture. Then we want to bring it uh, uh, in compare uh, with with the with with, with the with the uh, second coming of Christ. Let's take the book of John chapter fourteen, chapter verse one to uh, John fourteen. Chapter uh, chapter fourteen from verse one, John fourteen from verse one. The scripture says here, it says, "Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you." Verse three. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may also be. Hallelujah. This is what the Lord said confirming to us that uh, he is coming back. And this coming back, he, direct, he directed it, the message about this coming back, he directed it unto the disciples, unto his own. Hallelujah. He, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Oh, you saints of mine. Oh, you my disciples. Talking of to you and me, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Verse 3, I go, if I, and I, I sorry, verse 2, in my father's house are many mansions. So, and if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Christ is preparing that place at this time. And when the place is prepared ready, fully ready. In fact, the reason why Christ has not come this second time I mean, has not manifested to us is for you also to be fully prepared so that when he comes, he will, he will find you waiting and he will find you uh, ready to be raptured and to be taken home. There is a home for us in heaven. There are mansions for everyone. Hallelujah. And as you are here on this planet, on this in this world, we are building that mansion by, by our sacrifices, by our worshiping, by our, by, by, by our, uh, our activities of services unto him. Uh, then he will come back. He said, where he is, that we might be there also in verse 4. That whither I go, and whither I go, you know, and the way, ye know. You know where he is, and you know what he's doing there. If you are a believer, or maybe you even did not know, Christ said he has gone to prepare a home for you. He has gone to do what? To prepare a home for you and I. And he's coming back to take you.
to the first manifestation of uh, the next manifestation of Jesus Christ is for the saints. It's only the saints that will see him. Nobody will see him. Nobody else will see him. The whole world will not see him. It's only we believers, we saints that are ready that will see him. Because the archangel will sound the trumpet. We just hear the voice of the sound of the trumpet, of the, arch, of the archangel. And immediately the sound comes, there's going to be the appearance of the Son of Man to us. And we are going to see him. And only we that are prepared will see him. Hallelujah. And we will see him. And those of us that are like him, as we have been teaching us in this kind of uh, outreaching, that it's only those of us that are exactly like him that will see him. He's coming for you. He's coming for me. I pray he will make us, all of us together, available by his grace to see him in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For God be the glory. Amen. Hello. God bless you. Um, when, the trump, when the trumpet sound, on that instant we shall be transformed. On that instant, we shall be transformed. If you really see what First Thessalonians uh, 13 says, the moment the trumpet sound, only the ears that are not plugged with sin, only the ears that are ready and their hearts are really expecting the coming of the Lord will hear the trump of the archangel. So if you read 1 Thessalonians 13, 1 Thessalonians 13, chapter 4, verse 13, but I will not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that Ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. 13. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him. 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. 16. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. 17. Then which we, uh, we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, Comfort one another with these words. So what I want to contribute here is that those that have accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior, they walk in the light of the world that comes their way. They receive grace to be the doer of the word and not just the error. After giving their lives to Jesus, they practice, uh, they obey his commandments and practice Christianity the way it should be. Until they died. They, they were buried, but they were not dead. Because their soul is in paradise, resting. The moment the archangel blows the trumpet, they will be the first person. That is rapture now. The resurrection for the just. They will be the first to hear the trumpet. We are buried. 
And there will be the one that the, the soul will, will, will join with the body. It will be a glorious body. That is a mystery. Don't think about it. And that is why Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 was talking about when you plant a seed, it will decay, but it will come up with leaves. That is new body. Eventually, it will give many seeds. Of the same thing that you planted, that decayed. So it's a mystery. You can use your, your small brain to interpret this. But one thing is sure. When the trump of the archangel sounds, it is those buried in the soil whose soul are resting at the bosom of Abraham that will first of all hear that sound, that trump sound, because they were holy and were in Christ until they died. Hearing that, the glorious body will join with the soul that was resting and will be caught up in the air where Jesus has prepared for us. Thereafter, in tinkle, it will be in a tinkle of an eye. All these things will happen in a tinkle of an eye. Then we that are alive, that have accepted Jesus, accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, walking in the light of the world, always looking forward to his coming. And we are receiving grace to be the doer of the world and not the hearer only. We are the one that will be transformed suddenly from this clay, from this clay body, and we take up the glorious body and we'll be magnetized to the Lord in the air. By the time those dead and we that were alive ready were magnetized up there, then we see the Lord serving us at the marriage supper of the Lamb for some years. So let me quickly read Matthew. That is what we are expecting now. Matthew 24, 40. That is what the believers are expecting. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken and the other left. Therefore we are advised. What therefore, for you know not what are your Lord doth come. That is the first coming, and that is rapture. I think you can continue, sir. The second one. We are enjoying the, the just cut off. Okay, God bless you. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, uh, by the grace of the Lord, she has uh, uh, explained what the rapture we, we will all get there before. Uh, but then, uh, yes, thank God because uh, he, has, he has put a light on what we are really teaching. Praise the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 15. Let's check it that we, um, to confirm what the rapture is and the, the fact that there is going to be a rapture before uh, the second coming of Christ. Hallelujah. We have said that the, the, the rapture is coming, Christ coming for the saints, and then the second coming of Christ is Christ coming with the saints. Book of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, chapter and verse 51 mm -hmm. to 56. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, from uh, 51 to 56. Hallelujah. Amen. I read. Bible says, uh, Behold, verse 51, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all asleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised together. 
and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, Baba. Hallelujah. And we shall be changed. Verse 53. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immorality. Uh, and then uh, verse 40, 54. So when this corruptible shall put on incorruption, and the mortal shall put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. The mystery that the Lord is saying to us here is a mystery that you cannot just uh, calculate and uh, fathom and think this is the way it will be. But the Bible said simply, so very soon we shall be changed. Something will happen. But look at what he said here in verse 51. He said, is a mystery. He said, we shall not asleep. We shall not all sleep. We shall not all sleep. Or let me put it this way. We, we, we all must be awakened. And then by, if we are awakened enough in the spirit, we are, we are at alert, we are sober enough, then that is when we are not really sleeping. And we are holy enough, we are very busy with the things of the Lord, and doing it righteously and in purity, then we are not sleeping. He said, when we are not sleeping like that, then we shall be changed. He said, all of us that are not sleeping, they are the one that will be changed according to what you just contributed now. He said, that change will come in a twinkling of an eye. When he said a twinkling of an eye, it, it is more than the second of our clock. Of our clock. Amen. It will, be, it will be instantaneous. It will be like like flashing, pew, something will happen. Praise the Lord. Something will happen. In fact, before you open your eyes, the preacher or somebody that is beside you that is uh, that is pre fully prepared will just disappear in a twinkling of an eye because that fellow in question has been changed. He said, we shall be changed. That is what we are looking for now. That is what we are expecting now. We shall be changed. Then, this incorruptible, he said, no, let, let me read it 52. He said, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the last trump, he called it last trump, because that is the last trump that must be sung that is winding up, God will be winding up every, uh, the destiny of the whole world, winding it up. That is where it will begin. So the winding up of the destiny of this world today will be uh, triggered with what? With the last trump of the of the archangel, and he said, like it's, like what she read to us in that first Thessalonians, I mean, second first Thessalonians chapter chapter four from verse thirteen to eighteen, Hallelujah. So we are, he said, we are going to be changed, and then this corruptible this corruptible body shall be changed into incorruptible, because right now we are still in this tabernacle, like she said, all right. When this tabernacle of, the, of flesh and this same flesh that is made so holy, that is that is lived in holiness and purity, will receive a life or a transformation. There is going to be a divine bread that will come from heaven and will make us to be changed and become like unto Christ Himself. That we are going to see when the when the when the trump uh, the trump sound the trumpet sounds. May the Lord help us in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Verse 53. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mother must put on immortality. Hallelujah. 
Immortality is coming upon this mother body. And that is what is called rapture. And very soon, we shall be changed. The Bible said, it's a, it's, 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 a, uh, it's a kind of, it's a kind of, it's a mystery according to what the Bible said here. Hallelujah. It is then that when this corruption, incorruption, uh, corruption shall have put on incorruption, then the Bible said, death will be, then we, uh, it will be now fulfilled. What is written? That death is what? Swallowed up in victory. So, meaning that there is going to be the transformation of the life of Christ that is in you into immortal life of Christ. Hallelujah. Into mortal life of Christ. Amen. Amen. The Lord puts in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So, into mortal life of Christ. I write it. Praise the Lord. I write it. Into immortal life of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. So, when this, uh, when this incorruption... Uh, the, 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 the corruption of the corruptible from a flesh now put on incorruption in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. The life that we, are, that we are living in Christ Jesus is the one that we swallow up. We swallow up the dead body, the deadness of the body of sin. So the life of Christ that is pulsating in you, the life of Christ that, is, that, is, uh, that, that you are living in, and that Christ lives in you, it is that same life that will receive the disruption uh, of the body that you are in into now. So, and when that body, when that body of death is, uh, when that body of death is swallowed up with the incorruption, uh, and the mortality put on immortality, your, the death in our body will be swallowed up immediately, and then it will be fulfilled on you and I. Because we are going to be raptured together in Jesus' mighty name. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Let's check the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse uh, 21 to buttress our points. Hallelujah. Philippians 3 21. What does it say? Verse 21, I read. Who, he said, who shall change our vile body that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he is able to subdue all things unto himself. That is, this is divine capacity in Christ to subdue all things unto himself because Christ himself has been subduing you. He has been subduing your flesh while you are living in the flesh, in the carnality, uh, 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 in the humanity, let me say. Then Christ is in control. And then he's, he's already subduing you. Then at that day when that trumpet will sound, he will now subdue everything about you unto himself. Hallelujah. He will capture you as you are, like you should, like you should capture camera. And the, cam the moment you cap capture, capture, you, you, you capture with camera or picture with camera, it appears before you like that in the twinkling of an eye. Praise the Lord. So that is how it will be. Just snap in the Jesus will just do that. He will capture us because what? We too have been subdued by him ever before. Then we will have our vibe body being changed. And this same vibe body that have been fashioned according to his glorious body will now receive the body of Christ himself. Uh, and that is how we are going to appear before him. And then, hallelujah, we'll be carted away and we'll, be, and we'll fly to meet with him in the sky. The Lord will bless us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Revelation chapter 5, verse 25 uh, to 27. Let's read quickly as we rush, as we rush, on, rush on because our time is going. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 5. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, Do rush. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Amen. Ephesians chapter 5, chapter 5 from verse 25 to 27. He said, Husband, love your wife, even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it, that he may, verse 26, that he may sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of, the, of water by the word. Verse 27. That he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Christ is husbanding us right now, and we are his wife. If we are the, obe we are the obedient wife, we are not the heavy wife to Jesus Christ, we are obeying him, we are submissive unto him. When that is in place, then with that submission, Christ is washing us and making us fit. He's preparing us. That is what is going on. That is the process that is on now as we wait. Hallelujah. He's sanctifying us. He's cleansing us. He's washing us even with the word, with washing of the water by the word of the Lord that you are hearing right now. That is how you're being washed. You go to the church of the Lord. You hear the word of God about the issue of preparation for, this, for, uh, for, for heaven. And then you hear about doctrine, I mean, teaching about holiness, teaching about purity, teaching about righteousness, and things like that. And all such that works to prepare, um, that, that, that minister to prepare you well to meet with the Lord. This is the way the Lord is watching us progressively, progressively. Hallelujah. That and the, the, all, the, all the essence is that we might be what? We might be presented uh, unto God. That Christ as husband might present us unto God. As a glorious church, <laughs> amen, that, that does not have any spot nor wrinkle, meaning that on the day, on the day that the Lord is going to send the trumpet and you are going to be captured or you are going to be taken away, that we are going to be taken away, there mustn't be any spots on us. Hallelujah. There must not be what? No spots. Say no spots. Hallelujah. No spot, but that we are holy, we are righteous, amen. And there is no wrinkle and there is no spot. May we be found us in the name of Jesus, amen. hallelujah. We are without blemish, and that is what Christ will come and rapture in us. So, rapture is going to take place very soon. Philippians 3, verse 11. Philippians 3, verse 11 says, He said, But if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection or be dead. There are some of us that have died, that will die before Christ comes. Those of us that died, according to what you read there, he said the dead in Christ shall rise first. Abi, that is first, the second the first Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. He said the dead in Christ, the moment the archangels sound the trumpet. Let's, let's read, that, read that scripture again. Amen. In order for us to be attained to the resurrection of the dead, we have said that we must what? We must be prepared and be prepared in holiness and righteousness. First Thessalonians chapter 4. We actually read the other time. Let's read it again from verse uh, 13. Hallelujah. The Bible said, uh, Amen. And I don't want to read that place. Let's just go to, uh, 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 yeah, sorry. I opened to, 
I'm very sorry. Praise the Lord. I'm, I want to read Thessalonians. Praise the Lord. In Nine chapter 4, verse, uh, all right, from verse 11. No, sorry, from verse, uh, uh, let me read. Uh -huh. All right, let's, let's read from verse 13. But I would not have you, be, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, asleep that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. Te verse 14, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep, which means that we, we are not going to prevent them from rising first. They are the one that will rise first. Without their rising first, uh, we cannot be captured. We cannot be taken. The Bible said, for, in, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the cloud to meet the Lord in, this, in the air. That is what we are expecting now. We are expecting to be to, 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 to be to be raptured, and by the grace of the Lord, the Lord is washing us, the Lord is cleansing us, the Lord is preparing us. That's why we should not lose hope on anyone. Amen. Don't uh, don't 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 play out anyone as somebody who is only you that you should mind yourself. Don't mind others. Mind yourself that you are really prepared. Don't see that sister or that brother or that neighbors of yours that look, he may be the one that we are that, that we go before you. So let us be let us be careful. The Lord will bless us in Jesus' mighty name. In the book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 11, that we said we should read the other time. Let's read it now. Philippians chapter 3, verse okay. I've read that one. Let's read the uh, chapter two, verse 20 and 21 of that same Philippians 3. Uh, 20 and 21. For our conversation is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Our conversation, our 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 tribe, our language, our 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 home, praise the Lord, is in heaven. Uh, from whence, from where, from where we are looking for the Savior, who will come from that heaven, and when He comes. He shall come to change our vile body that may be fashioned like unto his glorious body according to the working whereby he's able to subdue all things unto himself. We have read that the other time. Praise the Lord. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1 to 9 again. Second Corinthians 5, 1 to 9 again. Let's read quickly. I, the Holy Spirit said we should not rush. That is why I'm just taking my time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 5 from uh, verse uh, uh, one, I read, Hallelujah. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hand, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, that is in this flesh, in this tabernacle we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon it our house, which is from heaven. Hallelujah. We call it our house because right now, by the Spirit of the Lord, we are being indwelled by the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is living in our tabernacle. 
our our body, our life has been made the house of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, by the Holy Spirit that is indwelling there. But there is this earth, this this uh, we, uh, this uh, house is still being housed on that year. But he said, we are endlessly desiring because of this groaning. We are groaning because uh, in this tabernacle, we are groaning because of incomfortability of dwelling with the, with the, with the, with the, with the spiritual body. Uh, dwelling on that here with the spiritual body and being under oppression because the way we want to express ourselves spiritually, we couldn't hear because of the limitation in the flesh on this tabernacle. So we groan. We are groaning, desiring to have this glorious body, heavenly body, that uh, the, the Holy Ghost himself in us is uh, expressing through the life that we are living on that air. Because uh, the groaning that we are groaning is such that we are not comfortable here. We are not what? We are not comfortable here, still living in the flesh on that air. Because our home that is in heaven uh, is where our, our present life of righteousness and holiness is fitted for. Heaven is where this body that is or not here that we are so li- we are we are living uh, in, in the in the spirit of the Lord and the and the Holy Spirit is living on this side of and this spirit of God Himself that is living on this side of us He came from where also He came from heaven so He the Holy Spirit come from heaven because it was when Christ ascended unto heaven that He prayed the Father and the Father sent the Holy Ghost so the Holy Ghost came from heaven and if the Holy Ghost that came from heaven is indwelling us on that here. And making our body his tabernacle, it means that he wants to fit us well into the bo- into heaven, where he comes for, and dwell with us here for. So by him, the Holy Spirit in us, we are going to be clothed. See first verse three. He said, "If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked." Hallelujah. Being clothed with the body of righteousness, by the indwelling of the Holy Ghost in us, we will not be found naked at that day, because Nakedness is of, is, is, of, is of sin. Anything that is called nakedness is of right, righteousness. But the Bible said here that we are not in that situation because we are not comfortable with the heart in the, on the heart here. One composer said, this world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. A treasure I made of somewhere beyond the blue in the sky. Yes. A treasure that made up for us there. Our heart is yearning to be clothed. Verse 4 says, For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened, like he said, not that we should be unclothed, but that we do be clothed upon, but with what now? With mortality. With immortality, rather. That mortality might be swallowed up of life. That our mortality might be what? Might be swallowed up by life of the Lord that is still living in us. It is this life, the seed of Christ in us. That is what the Bible said that those that are born of God cannot sin because the, the, the seed of God is in them. Hallelujah. That is the spirit of the Lord in them. The life of God that is in them. 
the life of God in us, it is that. The zoe of God in us, it is that. That is what? That is swallowing. Or, uh, 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 um, uh, what do I call it? Uh, that is suppressing. Is it suppressing now? That, let, me, let me say suppressing. That is suppressing. Let me use the word suppressing. That is suppressing the carnality in us. The life of Christ. And that is what is bringing the word. The groaning. Because... This tabernacle that is keeping the life of Christ is still on earth here, and we are groaning in it because we must be clothed with better what? With, make, with better clothings of the heavenly body, the immortality body of Christ himself. Amen. The immortal body that's, that, rather, of, of, of Christ himself. Then when we are clothed with the mortal body, then what happened? Then we are fitted for heaven and the Holy Spirit in us and the life of God in us. Hallelujah. Uh, we translate the words, the tabernacle of this war, of this earth, where the Holy Ghost indwell and where the Holy Spirit have subdued, which the Holy Spirit have subdued rather, and then by that we'll be able to hear the trumpet and the the, the, uh, what you hear the trumpet uh, really is not these physical ears of ours. Uh, do you know the same way the Holy Spirit ministers to you and you obey him, he gives you correction and you follow, he teaches you and you obey, he guides you and you say yes unto his guide. The way you are hearing him is the way you are going to hear because it is the Holy Ghost in you that you are responding to positively, that we give you the, his, his own ear with which to hear the word, the trump of God. Amen. It is this same spirit in you because it's the life of God, because that trumpet of, uh, uh, that will be sounded on that day is a lively, holy trumpet. Praise the Lord. It's not a physical trumpet. It's a spiritual trumpet. And when it's being sounded, because you too, you, uh, you, are in, you are groaning to be clothed upon with immortality. That your, that your mortality might be swallowed up in, with lies of Christ that is in you. Then, he said, by that you shall be changed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible said in verse 5, he said, Now, he that hath wrought us for the self-same thing is God who had also given us the earnest of the Spirit. Verse 6. Therefore, we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are at home in the body. The body is still here. And, the, and we personally, the in we inside, that the Holy Spirit in dwell, is absent from the Lord. That's what the Bible said here. He said, we are absent from the Lord. We personally, we that are born again, we that are redeemed, we that are sanctified, we that are what? We, 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 we that, that are free, that is free with the Holy Ghost, we are what? We are still here. Absent from the Lord. We are confident, verse 8, we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body, to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. A day is coming and is, is about to be that the Lord will call out his own treasure, 
that is living in this body that is groaning because of the pleasure of this world, because we did not belong here, and because of that groaning, the groaning which is interpreting to us that we don't belong here, and we cannot be comfortable here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because if you have the genuine spirit of the Lord or not here, you will find that this, this word or this art is not what? Is not uh, uh, your home. He said, therefore we labor. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. To be accepted, acceptable of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We are still on the issue of rapture. Very soon we are going to the rapture. By the grace of the Lord, the Lord will rapture us in Jesus' mighty name. And we will go to meet with Christ in heaven very soon. Hallelujah. The Lord will do it. It shall not fail in the name of Jesus. Now let's go to the, to the issue of the second coming of Christ because of our time. Praise the Lord. We have talked about rapture. We still have some scripture, but we don't want to go there right now. On the issue of rapture, let's read the book of uh, Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 to 31. Matthew 24. So we are talking about the, uh, we are, the second coming of Christ right now. We are talking about the second of coming of Christ, which we are all uh, also uh, teaching about and we have to learn about that also. We Don't forget that we said that the second coming of Christ is the coming of Christ with the saints. When Christ takes us up and we meet, we meet him in the, in the air, there is going to be uh, immediately we left, there is going to be uh, operation, the beginning of the operation of the Antichrist fully. And the first three and a half years, okay, let's read the book of Daniel, who will interpret to us how, what will happen immediately we are raptured. Praise the Lord. Daniel chapter 2, verse 44 to 45. Before we read that Matthew. Hallelujah. Let's go to Daniel first. Daniel 2. Amen. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 2, verse, uh, let's read from verse 44 to 45 first. Then we read chapter 7 and 13, and verse 13. Chapter 2, 44 and 45 says, And in the days of these king, kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all this kingdom. It shall not, it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hand, and it break it in pieces, the iron, the, the, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God at made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation is sure. Yes, the Lord gave this into the king a revelation of what is going to happen hereafter very soon. Immediately Christ, rapture is, say, is saying, uh, the Antichrist will establish his kingdom there, or not here. He will establish his kingdom and the kingdom, while we are there in the air, for, the, for at least seven years, we'll be with the Lord. 
And that seven year, the kingdom will be established here uh, by the Antichrist. The first three and a half years will be so, in fact, uh, will, be, will be so wicked. His reign will be so wicked. He's, he's battling nations. He will be battling nations and kingdoms and conquered, including Israel, especially Israel. And then the moment they face Israel, you know, Israel is fighting war right now. And there is no nation or whatever that can conquer them because of the covenant of the Lord upon their lives. But then they will be conquered. After Christ has raptured his saints, they will be conquered. Half of Israel will be taken. Yes, half of Israel will be conquered. And the remnant will still be there. Because our God will not destroy his inheritance. Hallelujah. Whatever happened. So Israel, we should, so those, so those kingdoms, uh, I mean, uh, those kings, they will set their, king, their, their, their kingdom on earth here. He's talking about the Antichrist. And when they come, then the Bible said a stone came from heaven according to that revelation, and it break the, the, the kingdom in pieces. Hallelujah. So that is when Christ will come second time. He will appear in power and in glory and destroy the kingdom of the devil that is being set up by the Antichrist. Let's read chapter 7, verse 13 of that same Daniel. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 to 14. 7, 13 to 14. Hallelujah. 7, 13 to 14 of Daniel. And as I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with a cloud of heaven and came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom, and that all people, nations, and language should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. Amen. Hallelujah. So Christ is coming with that kingdom to establish his kingdom by destructing, by destruction of the, of the first kingdom that we said, we read about here in Daniel chapter 2, because I mean, the, the, the Antichrist, with the inspiration of Satan or demons and forces, they will establish kingdom here. But it's going to be destroyed. And the Lord himself, with that, when we are raptured there, we, it is then that God will uh, uh, empower the saints with Christ himself, or Christ with the saints, to go and rule over those kingdoms, those evil kingdoms. So with the seven years that we're going to spend in the sky, hallelujah, that is the time that the Lord will, we hand over the dominion and glory and power and kingdom unto Christ and the saints. Hallelujah. And the Bible proclaimed that, 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 that uh, okay, let's read verse uh, 18 and 27 before we round up in that. But the saints of the Lord most high shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. The saints of the Most High, listen to that, the saints of the Most High, Christ with the saints of the Most High, we are coming back here, hallelujah, verse 27 says also, he said, and the kingdom and the dominion and the, great, and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and not, and not dominion shall serve and obey him. Hallelujah. 
praise ye the Lord. He's talking about the ancient of days and said that is coming to destroy all the works of the devil, all the kingdom that the enemy uh, through Antichrist have set up. They are going to be destroyed altogether. In the book of Zechariah chapter 11, chapter 14, verse uh, 1 to 5, Zechariah chapter 14 from verse uh, 1 to 5, let's check it also. Zechariah chapter 14 uh, from verses 1 to 5. Praise you the Lord. Are you there with me? Zechariah 14. I read from here. It says, Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, and thy scorns shall be divided. Amen. In the midst of thee. Whatever distance the enemy has covered at that time, when we are raptured, in the twinkling of an eye, immediately all of us as saints comes with Christ, we are coming with the judgments. So the second coming of Christ is coming for the judgment. This is, this is the nature of the coming. Is to come and destroy the kingdom that Satan, demons, and forces of darkness have set up. Hallelujah. While we were there at the marriage supper of the Lamb in the sky, that is when Jesus Christ is going to marry the church. He's going to marry us as saints. Hallelujah. And we are going to be there with him in the sky. While we are there seven years, you know, we may not even count years at that time, which is on this earth that they are, going, that they are counting years. Hallelujah. But at that time, it will be like you just spend three days or few days before the Lord because it will be so, it will be so enjoyable. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. I will be there in Jesus' name. You will be there in the name of Jesus. Let me read verse 2. For, he said, For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, and the houses rifled, uh, and the women ravished, and half of the city shall go forth into captivity. Let, let me, like we said, that half of, the, of Israel will go into captivity. They will be conquered. And the residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations at the end of the seventh year. Hallelujah. Toward the end of the seventh year, at that time, uh, the Antichrist will have set up government. And the government will be like as if they are having peace. He will have conquered nations. He will set up new laws, set up new thrones, and set up Oh my God. He will set up his own people, demons and forces of darkness. And people that are demonic, they will be the chiefs and the and the government and people in government at that time. But the Bible said, after they thought they have conquered Israel, and that is all, they will take the rest of the of, of the unconquered Israel also. They will want to read over them. And it is that one that God will not allow. Praise the Lord. God will not allow that one. He will not allow his, 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 his what? His uh, 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 inheritance to be ruled over by the devil, and that is when the Lord appeared. The Lord will cause all their all their powers to fail until towards the end of that seventh year. Whatever power they thought they had, however great the power their power is, they, it will be reduced to nothing until the, until the Lord deal with them. And after then, the Lord said in verse four and. Let me read verse 3 again. He said, Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations. And when he fought in the day of the battle, of battle, as when he fought in the day of battle, rather, verse 4, and his feet shall stand in that day upon months of olives. Yes, which is before Jerusalem on the sea. And the month of olive shall 
please in the midst thereof towards the east and towards the west. And there shall be a very great valley. And half of the mountain shall remove towards the north. And half of, half of it toward the south. Wow. Do you see? Christ immediately he come with all of us the saints. He will land where? He will land at Mount Olives. Hallelujah. This is the prophecy that must be fulfilled. Hallelujah. He will land there. When we land there, things will begin to happen. This, I mean, this mountain be, which, which is being moved here and there is talking about this scattering of things, destruction of all that is being established. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read verse, verse 5 finally. And ye shall flee to the valley of the mountains. For the valley of the mountains shall reach unto Azal. Yea, ye shall flee like as ye fled from, be, from before the earthquake in the day of Uzziah king of Judah. And the Lord my God shall come and all the saints with thee. Hallelujah. We are coming with, with Christ. That is saints coming with Christ as, as uh, we have said. Praise the Lord. Let's read verse 9 of that Zechariah. He said, And the Lord shall be king over all the earth. In that day shall there be one Lord and his name one. No other powers. Amen. The Lord would destroy all of them. That was the vision that that, that, that king saw and that Daniel interpreted. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 16. Let's read verse 16 to 21 of that same chapter. And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of the nations which, come, which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the feast of the tabernacle. And it shall be, it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth unto Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. And if the family of Egypt go not up, and come not, that have, that have no rain. There shall be the plague wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacle, the, the, the feast of tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the feast of tabernacle. Hallelujah. May the Lord us in Jesus' name. Verse 20. In that day shall there be upon the bears of the horses holiness unto the Lord. We are talking about the, uh, about the millennium that Christ is going, to, is going to set up after he, have he must have destroyed the nations, disobedient nations, sinful nations. And it is then also that he will bind the devil, hallelujah, well, at his arrival, and, and cast him and all his demons into what? Into the bosom, bottomless pit. And he will set up his kingdom there. And his kingdom will reign and rule. And we rule in Jerusalem. He will rule. We, we will rule in Israel. And that is when the Israel will greet their Savior. Welcome. Hallelujah. And that was what Christ said in the book of, is it not uh, uh, Matthew, chapter, Matthew chapter 24. He said, you shall see me no more until you welcome me as your king uh, back again. Hallelujah. Let's read the book of Matthew chapter 29 to 30, Matthew 24, 29 to 31. We are rounding up. Don't worry, we are rounding up now. Matthew 24, 29 to 21. Hallelujah. 29 to 31. You know it now. Praise the Lord. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened and the moon shall not give a light. 
and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the power of heaven shall shake him. And then shall appear the Son of the Son of Man in the heaven, and then shall all the tribes of earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the cloud of heaven with power and glory. Verse 31. And he shall send his angels with, his, with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from, the, uh, for, from one end of heaven to, other, to the other. He's talking about the second coming of Christ Jesus on this earth. This is what he will do. We will still have some saints left, whether we like it or not. Saints will still be left. Those that, those that did not die, those that, that, that were able to pass through all the tribulation, the great tribulation of the, uh, um, uh, of the Antichrist. Because God will always have a remnant for himself. He always preserves remnant unto himself. There are still saints that will, do, that will remain at his coming. And he, another trumpet will sound, and they will, meet, they will meet him. But if you are left behind, who tell you you are going to what? You are going to survive that. There is no, there is, there is no one <laughs> that will be guaranteed to, to do what? Because at the, at, at the first year of, I mean, the first three and a half years of the Antichrist, the Bible talks about the great war that will come to this world at that time. The great war. He called it great war. He said, that was, I, I read that one in the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation chapter uh, 19. Let's read, let's, uh, is it chapter 19? He said, uh, talk about that great war. And we're talk, talking about the great war. It's coming with pollutions. It's coming with evil doctrines. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let's read in chapter 17. Uh, yes. Hallelujah. From verse 1. And, the, and there came one of the seven angels, which are the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show you the show unto thee the judgment of the great war that sitteth upon many waters, which with whom the kings of the earth have, have committed for uh, have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made made drunk with the wine of our fornication. This was what will happen at that time. Will you be able to survive if you are, if you are left behind? Even if you say you are, too, you are the, what, the most righteous on earth here now. On that day, this great war, by the time he comes, because the Holy Spirit will no more in the, be in the world at that time, how will you survive it? The Holy Spirit will have left you. It will be only you now that we have to face that great war. Because when he comes, he will come with inspiration of fornication and all this dirtiness and not, in fact, the heart will be filled with, oh my God, I pray I will not experience those such time. In the name of Jesus, because you can't explain what will happen. It will be too, it will, it will be too, it will be too difficult for people to, uh, to skate through. Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 3, he said, he, said he carried, he, so he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness and I saw a, a woman sit upon the scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and, seven and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple. Let's leave that alone. Hallelujah. You see, uh, it, it, that, that is what is called, verse 5, we call it the, the great, the mystery of uh, the Babylon, Babylon, the great mother of Alos, and abominations of the earth. So abomination will fill the heart at that time. Who has, who tell you that you are going to survive it? I pray that you will meet you. I and you will be raptured in the name of Jesus. We will not be, will not be left, be, left behind in the name of Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Let's now go to that book of Matthew. We want to read the other time. Okay, we have read it. Okay, we have read it. Let's read Matthew 25 as we are rounding up. In the next five minutes, we round up here right now. Matthew 25, 31 uh, uh, to 46. Matthew 25, verse uh, 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 31 to 46. Hallelujah. Bible says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. We are coming, the second coming of Christ is the coming of Christ with the saints. When the Son of God shall come in, in his glory and all and the holy angels with him. And we are going to be accompanied with angels. They shall sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided, shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. May we not be the goats in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. And he shall set the sheep on the right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on, the, on his right hand, Come ye, the blessed of the Lord, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Praise the Lord. For I was hungered, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. 37. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Lord, when saw we thee and hungered, and fed thee, and thirsty, and gave thee drink, when saw we thee a Stranger and took thee in, or naked and clothed thee, or when saw we thee sick, or in prison, and came unto thee, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That the time will not permit us to take the rest. I think by the permission of the Holy Spirit, we are rounding up with this note of 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 7 to 10. Let's read 2 Thessalonians. We are talking about the second coming of Christ, chapter 1, verse 7 to 10. 2 Thessalonians. Hallelujah. Amen. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 1, 7 to 10. That is where we are going to round up. Amen. And to you who are troubled, rest, rest, with, rest with us. Hallelujah. And to you which are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord shall be revealed from heaven and with, with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his, of, of, of his power? Hallelujah. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe because of our testimony among you uh, who was believed in that day. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. So the Lord is coming with vengeance. At the second coming of East, it's coming with vengeance. He will ride in white horse, the white horse for judgment. It is at that time also that 
we all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. That all of us, we may... At the end of the millennium. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, at the end of the millennium. millennium. Amen in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. I think, I think we should stop like that so as not to... Uh, uh, as not to bother us or uh, at least by the grace of the Lord we continue next week in the name of Jesus uh, with the Lord has taken us thus far and we know that the Lord has uh, done justice to what we have done here today. Next week we are going to talk about other things about this uh, preparing for the coming of the Lord. We are going to, we are going to, we are going to talk about uh, several other things. Hallelujah. Our exposition in view of his second coming, what should we be doing, and which type of person are we to be at that time? Praise the Lord. And before the time, and before the time, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Then I will call my sister to the land Lord in prayer. God bless you. Lord, thank you. Almighty Jehovah, thank you. For you have not put us in the dark, but reveal all your mind so that we can be prepared. Holy Spirit, we invite you as we put this into practice and do our little part. Help us to get prepared fully on before the day in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every word that will be used to admonish us cannot fall into the ground, Amen. but shall do that which the Lord purposed in our lives. Prepare our hearts and make us ready by grace and mercy Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. We receive the power to be the doer of the word, to be someone that is really preparing by the help of the Holy Spirit. Cooperating with him in whatever he commands us to do, we'll be able to do. Whatever he asks us to quit, we'll be able to do that. Help us, Holy Spirit divine, in Jesus' Amen. name. Oh, Lord Jesus, your, your blood shall not be in vain over our lives. Amen. Your suffering shall not be in vain over our lives. Amen. Whenever the trumpet sound, the grace shall usher us into the azure above in the name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, help us to put heart at this. Amen. Help us to be sober and vigilant. Amen. Help us to be watchful so that nothing shall, uh, shall catch us on our wheels in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This morning shall go to the utmost parts of the world because the Holy Spirit will fill the world with the knowledge of this. Amen. And the Lord shall be glorified by and by Amen. because he will quicken the world to prepare us in this. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus, Amen. as God is being glorified, we shall be blessed, the mankind shall be blessed. Amen. And Jesus shall take the honor forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for we are prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. We thank God for those of you that joined the studio. God bless you. God bless all of you. We thank God. We love you all. We pray that the Lord God Almighty will continue to bless all of us together. Amen. Hallelujah. Our God is good. All the time. Amen. Yes, uh, Gina, thank God for your life. Jennifer, Prophet, Prophetess 31, all, this, uh, the, the, all of you, you are our regular follower. God bless you. Santos John, Gideon, Vietua. God bless all of you. Thank God for your life. The Lord bless you for being with us. And we pray that the Lord God will make you to be, will help you to be with us again next week. On Monday, when we, as we continue this issue of teaching on the second coming of Christ. I know you will be there. We will be raptured. 
together in the name of Jesus. Even if Christ come before that time, may he count us worthy by his grace in Jesus' name. God bless you. God bless you. And bye for now. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Amen.